Rusty Quill presents. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Minerva's Feline Fitness Solution. Have a fat cat on your couch? Your grumpy kitty and Lothario of lasagna and leisure? Coerce some calisthenics from thy laborious loaf. Minerva's feline fitness solution counters caloric consumption with calipers and constrained straps connected to a treadmill set to a continuous canter. Strap that cat and turn the crank for a lifetime of dirty looks from your little pal. You purchased a cat, so are prepared for a lifetime of bitterness and resentment anyway. Minerva's feline fitness solution. Save your regrets for tomorrow. What's in a face? the literal features that shape so much of how the world receives us, but also the one we manufacture to complement the physical, reflected in various distortions. How exhausting to maintain a visage so separate from our internal faces, to show the world only a small portion of who we really are, or one perhaps that we fabricated completely. If given the choice, Would you swap faces with someone else? Would you peel yours away and start fresh? In some moment of exhilaration, if you could renew yourself? Would you buy the ticket? It was an unusually noisy season in Lanula Park. The old maestro mansion had been torn down at the end of the lane, and the new construction had almost started immediately. No one knew who the new owners were, and like all society people, they were eager to know what strata relocated within their ranks. Madame Viola Walker of the Walker Fortune and House Lavendula had inquired with the City Planning Commission. She tried to get the designs of the new home, but was summarily blocked. The only information she was able to get was that it was a matter of public works. So she sent her long-suffering manservant Pumble the long way around the pond to spy on the developing construction. The new building did not look so much like the other tall mansions of Park Row. This new development was longer, not as tall, and seemed to be comprised mostly of brick. 
Occasionally, a long black car would drive around the circle, stop in front of the progress, and then drive off again without anyone exiting. Madam Walker sat in her office, complaining constantly of headaches brought by the noise as Humble delivered her hot egg phosphates, the lavender violas. Her daughters Cooper and Cornelia had decided to move back home with their mother after a harrowing string of events involving tracking down some past family. Viola, intense and headstrong, refused to acknowledge the sometimes violent walking nightmares caused by her creeping dementia, and they blended with increasingly wilder stories of her late husband, Leopold Walker. Pumble had served the household since the girls were little, and often formed a cadre in order to work around the stern obstinance and brutal verbal attacks from their mother. Viola had been resistant to change overall. After ushering out all of Leopold's things into the attic after his death, the house had remained unchanged. They'd slowly introduced her to some new items to modernize the house, mostly in the hopes to make Pumble's life easier. She had abandoned the carriage and taken to her car almost immediately, enjoying the design of it and liking its ease as well as style as she was driven around town. She was one of the first to have a telephone installed in her home and had a line ran up to her office alongside her own telegraph machine. Efforts to modernize the kitchen and its implements to hasten the prepping and cleaning of meals were ignored. Pumble did just fine, and Madam Walker ate little anyway. But when the girls moved back in, they were able to convince her, as they had at least attempted to have meals like a regular family a few times a week. But it was the wiring of the home in full that met resistance. The bulk of the lighting still gas. With the ongoing sound of construction and a need to get Viola out of the house so workmen could install the powered light fixtures and chandeliers to at least complement the gas lighting. They needed a way to get Viola out of the house for a full day. And as fortune would have it, of the many pieces of mail that slipped through their slot, a promotional handbill for the Celestial Seaside Amusement Park slipped in. And this one, in particular, showcasing the newest ride attraction, a new wooden roller coaster with high peaks and long deep swoops themed like a giant octopus and its right tentacles out to spin and plunge the riders in giddy nausea. Cooper and Cornelia loved rides, and they hadn't been to the seaside since they were school-aged. Pumble and the girls waited until just the right moment, when the hammering of the construction was at its zenith, and they tag-teamed prodding their mother to take a visit, and in her moment of weakness, Viola agreed. All right! Humble drove the family across the city in the light traffic of the late morning. He was at any given time driving too fast, too slow, and urged to pass everyone Madame Viola caught sight of. She firmly stared ahead and not acknowledged any of the other drivers as they trotted past them. She sat in the back, but leaned over the seat back to point Humble in directions as he drove. Cooper and Cornelia had been used to this in the past with their mother in carriages, a habit they'd witnessed from their late father, Leopold. The motor car was parked with a valet. Pumble removed a small bag with some items and helped Viola out of the seat with an umbrella. She grumbled. The entrance was well filled with people, family and sweeties, all lined up to spend a day in the park in the sunshine. The sea air was thick, but fresh, and carried a mild, cooling breeze. The ladies' large hats did well to block their faces from the sun. Viola wore a strong scarf tie that wrapped over her hat and under her chin something that was well out of fashion with the younger girls. But Viola was unconcerned, spending less time out in the public among the rabble, and wasn't afraid to represent the era and uphold the class she held. 
The cobblestone sidewalk led to a large wooden plank pier that led directly into the large mouth entrance of the celestial seaside park amusements. The face of a mad lad with slicked hair apart just down the middle, and red lips that they'd been painted, stretched out wide all the way to the plank so you had to walk into his large maud and take pictures on the other side. Cornelia clapped her hands. She was almost giddy, and Cooper closed her eyes and took a deep breath that filled her up from her toes. Although covered completely by her hat, Humble opened a wide umbrella and shaded Madame Viola as they walked. Viola headed to the head of the line, not even acknowledging the crowd, and aimed directly for the ticket man in the brass turnstile. Tickets, please. They heard an enormous rattling of traps and creaking of wood, and a volley of screams of delight. Cooper and Cornelia followed, and just as they walked through the gate, they saw it. And there it was, the new wooden roller coaster, its well-lattice support raising high into the sky, the track climbing up and dropping down just out of view, the crowds filtering in through the entrance, excited children pointing and squeezing the hands of their parents, tugging on tweed pockets. A giant wooden octopus painted orange with dark, threatening eyes fixed to the side of the coaster, taller than any building, just on the edge of the water and lording over the crowd. The emblazoned name painted in glittering blue letters just under it, The Face Peeler. What do we seek in our amusements? The frights and thrills we indulge in, taking risks but rely on the trust of underlying safety. The upturned and stretched faces of terror and glee as we risk death. The escape from the life into trivial games and distractions. The treats and delights that await at the celestial seaside amusement park. Let us escape the darkness of the past. Let it all melt away for a day at the seaside. On this season of Celine. Trapped in the attic? Ingested a parasite? Looking for a Lenny Penny? Come bask in the emerald green glow of a strange city lying alone. Join our Patreon for Selena Cleveland, and Minerva might just let you pick her next solution. Join our Patreon, and no one will ever ask you for anything ever again. And again, 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 and again.